know me, I am Mark Boyette. I'm the student pastor here. Um, I'm going to set my time. They gave me a generous time uh, allotment of like two and a half hours. So I hope you're buckled in, ready to go. So, no, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Paxton said, set it for 17 minutes and be done. I said, okay, I can do that. So here we go. <laughs> no, it is a great honor to be here this morning with you uh, as we celebrate uh, the class of 2016, is celebrate all their accomplishments, and uh, j- actually just rejoice with them. I mean, you guys are just about there. Uh, let's see here. I've got it timed here as well. I think, let's see, you got 11 days, 7 hours, 53 minutes, and about 42 seconds before you start walking the stage. So uh, that's going to be good. Okay, so we got it all timed out, ready for you to go. But before we do that, I'm going to take a moment just to hit the pause button, all right? Um, and, and hit the, the pause button on our lives a little bit. We, uh, life is hectic. I mean, it is, it's crazy busy. We're constantly going here, going there. It's all the time. And I know for you seniors, right now is crazy time for you guys. I mean, you're trying to finish up whatever courses you have to get done. You know, um, I, know I know you've got semester exams coming up. Some of y'all do anyway. Some of y'all, I guess, get to skip them. But, uh, um, so this morning, though, I just want to just pause just for a second, and kind of reflect back and think back about all the things that's kind of happened in your life. And think back about all the things that, uh, you know, all, all the victories you've had, all the good times, uh, the times that you've got to celebrate and the great things, and also the times that you've got to grow and some of the harder things that you've gone through. Um, I know that for some of you, man, this life has just been phenomenal. It's been Excellent. This past year, your senior year, man, you guys have celebrated. It's been party every single day, right? Because it's we're finally here, right? Last day or last year. Some of you, it, it may have been a little bit more difficult. It may, you know, maybe have been through a few more things than what uh, uh, some others have. And, and and maybe this senior year has not been kind of that great. You know, I don't know. I mean, um, I know my senior year, I'd, it, it was party every day because I was... I was happy to be gone, you know, but uh, the one thing I want you to remember and hold on to is this, is that our past determines our present, and our present is what shapes our future. So we've all had people and, 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 and circumstances and things, you know, God has kind of really orchestrated people to, in your life to help build you, to help mold you and shape you into who you are today. There's been, like I said, circumstances or um, events that you've gone through that, that have molded who you are today. Um, maybe there's been successes and failures, both, that, again, have made who you are today. All of those things in our past have made us who we are right now. I remember Several years ago, um, Heather and I had moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and uh, we'd both taken a job at this company, and man, we were doing great. But then all of a sudden, this company, for no reason, just closes its doors. And so we're both without jobs, and we're both just taking jobs as fast as we possibly can. Just, I'm like, oh man, we got kids to feed and all this stuff, so we're, we're doing as fast as we can. Well, I, I took a job with this company, and my boss, he set me down, we, and we got to talking. And, and he gave me probably a piece of advice that, that has really impacted me the most. And he said, people are products of the decisions they make. People are products of the decisions they make. He said, Mark, 
all the decisions that you've made, you know, because during that time, I was regretting every decision moving to Tulsa. I'm like, man, this has been the biggest mistake of my life, you know. And he said, Mark, all these decisions that you made that led up to you being here today, they've impacted who you are today. And all the decisions you're making today is going to impact your every tomorrow. And so as I thought about that, I thought, man, that is so true. And, and that's why it's so important for us to kind of look back on all the good things and all the bad stuff that's happened, you know, uh, that's brought us to where we are right now so that we can be purposeful about where we want to go in our lives. You know, if, if you're not, I guess, on purpose, focused, chasing your goals and your dreams, you're You'll never get there. You'll never reach them. I remember a, a, a guy that, a um, high school football player uh, in a small town that, that I lived in, and one of the best, one of the most amazing athletes I've ever seen. He was probably, uh, I, I, probably top two, top three linebackers I'd ever seen play the game. He was phenomenal. And just like in any small town, man, he would take his popularity. He, everybody in town knew who he was. He had all the fame. He had, I mean, everybody in town loved him, right? And his play on the field was so dynamic that it landed him a full ride to a D1 college. And, I mean, everybody's excited. I mean, this guy, he was going to make something of himself. And what happened to him, though, he, he spent, his, he, he got to college, and he got there, and all of a sudden, this fame and popularity and, 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 and basically kind of ruling everything went down the drain, and he, he was basically just another face in the crowd. And he got there. So, so then practice, same thing. He, he had football to fall back on. But practice, same thing. He had a little harder. It's a little bit tougher uh, people around to work, you know, to, 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 that you're battling every day. And all of that combined basically snowballed and made him decide to quit. He, he left the full ride there and moved back home just so he could have the fame, the, the notoriety, you know. It, it was amazing. And I, I just couldn't believe it. Everybody at back home was just like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? But that's how important that was to him. The problem is, is he lost focus of what he was really after. He lost focus of it. That's why it's so important that, we're, uh, that we be pers uh, purposeful about moving forward. We don't just want to dwell on our past or Stay victims. Don't let your past hold you victim um, of the things, but, but, but move forward in it. The Bible says this in, in Philippians 3, uh, 13 and 14. It says, I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. That's the one thing, if I could tell you guys anything, is that as you move on to whatever the next phase of your life is, stay focused on your dreams. Stay focused on your goals. Press on to reach the end of the race, which God has called us to do, right? If you look in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, I tell the students all the time, all right, and, and they probably get sick and tired of me uh, saying this, but 
I always say, man, you were created on purpose for a purpose. You're created on purpose for a purpose. God did not make a mistake whenever he made you. It doesn't matter what your parents said. All right, you're not a mistake. All right? He created you on purpose for a purpose. And so my challenge is to always figure out what that purpose is and go fulfill it. But look at what Ephesians says again. It says, um, you are God's handiwork. Handiwork. I mean, he formed you with his own hands. He created you with precise detail. He knows everything about you. He knows everything about you. You were created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which he prepared for you in advance for you to do. So if your creator who knows everything about you, right? He knows every precise detail of what makes who you are. If he knows everything about you, don't you think he would know the plan for your life? Don't you think he would lay out a pretty precise detail plan? This is what we're going to do. This is what I want for you. You know, Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Would you be willing to put your trust, your whole trust in your creator, knowing that he knows, he's already got plans. I know the plans I have for you. I dare you to trust him. I dare you to. If you're wondering what you're going to do after this, if you're wondering, man, I don't know, I don't have a plan yet. Well, guess what? I know who does. All right? And I promise you, if, if you will keep focused on that, and keep focus on him, he'll guide you every footstep, I promise. Have you ever uh, been given a gift or, um, check my time here, yeah, I'm doing good, Paxton, doing good, but, uh, no, I'm just joking. Have you ever been given a gift or something that you treasured quite a bit? Now, I'm going to embarrass myself very greatly this morning, and, and I hesitated to share this story, but um, might as well. I mean, I'm here, and y'all need a good laugh anyhow. So whenever I was uh, a little kid, uh, I forget what Christmas it was, but I had to be around seven, eight years old, nine years old, and uh, maybe a little older, but there was one item that I wanted so much for Christmas. I, 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 was, I wanted this so bad. And again, I know that my cool status is about to drop about 30 levels maybe, but uh, the one item that I wanted was uh, Lionel Richie's cassette tape. <laughs> Dancing on the ceiling, huh? All right. Now, some of these seniors, they probably don't even know what a cassette tape is, right? But okay, y'all, everybody else, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? But dude, I loved some Lionel Richie. I love me some Lionel Richie, man. And I, and I remember that Christmas morning, I'm sitting there opening up gifts and I'm opening up gifts, and I mean, the anticipation is building because gift after gift, I'm not, I have not seen this possession, this, this treasured gift that I want. <laughs> and so I finally get to this gift, and I open it up, and because there is no way I thought it had been, but when I open it up, there's a smaller box inside. And all of a sudden, my heart just, whoa, I can't wait, I can't wait. And I open it up, and oh, there it was. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, we started dancing on the ceiling. I'm sorry, I get so loud. I'm sorry. But, man, I was pumped. And I played, I wore that tape out. 
I wore that tape out all Christmas Day long. We listened to that song over and over and over again. And, and then we kept on listening to it, you know, because it was, that's how much I treasured that possession. <laughs> the great news is, is uh, there have been better possessions come in my life, so I'm, I'm over that now. But uh, can I tell you, though, I want you to think about this, because in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6, it says, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all peoples on the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession. And I can tell you right now, as much as I got excited about that cassette tape, I can see God even being more excited over you, his treasured possession. In Zephaniah, it says he sings over us, right? He sings over me. We sing that song sometimes. I can just, when I close my eyes and I think about that, I, I can picture God just kind of holding us in his arms and kind of dancing and singing over us. That's how much he loves you. are his treasured possession. If you don't hear another word that I ever say again, Please catch this. You're his treasured possession. He loves him some you. He loves everything about you. You're his treasured possession. There is nothing that anyone can say, anyone can do, that could ever take that away from you. You're his treasured possession. And so, as I close, I want to say this. You were created on purpose, for a purpose. He created you. And when he looks at you, all he sees is beauty. And what I'm going to challenge you is when things get hard or things get, they don't, you hit an unexpected bump in the road. Don't ever forget that. Don't ever forget you have a loving father. We just sang about it. A good, good father who is sitting there and he looks at you and he's singing over you. You're his treasure possession. He wants to do everything he can to, to protect you and to watch over you. And I want to challenge you guys. The Bible says to commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. Guys, you, you guys are about to take a, another step into another journey. Everything you do, my prayer is that you will commit your ways to the Lord. Let him establish your plans. Let him direct your paths. He says, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by him. Let him order your steps. I want to challenge our younger students. You guys, today is the day, again, People are products of the decisions they make, right? Start making decisions today that will set up a bright future, your, your, your tomorrows. Don't be afraid to live a life that honors God in everything you do. Don't let your middle school and high school years slip by without making a difference. Because you will be here really soon. 
Just ask any of your parents. Ask any of these parents today. They'll tell you this happened so quick, like a, it's gone. It's, what in the world just happened? Begin today building a legacy that would honor God in everything you say and do. Be a trailblazer. Don't be afraid to live a life that honors God. I'll tell you guys the same thing. Don't be afraid to live a life that honors God. Because when you get away from home, sometimes it's easy to stray a little bit, right? You get a little bit more freedom. And now you have to rely on your relationship with God instead of mom and daddy's relationship with God, right? Don't be afraid to live a life that honors God. Just want to say one last thing. Congratulations to you guys. It's been fun, right? been a fun ride. Um, the Bible says this. says, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face toward you and give you peace. And that's my prayer over each and every one of you guys. Is that as you go on, whatever the next part of your journey is, that God will, you, you will know God's presence. Look, there goes my timer. Boom. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine on you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. And as we move into a time of invitation this morning, I'm going to invite Paxton and the prayer ministry team up here. And I'm just going to ask you guys, get you to kind of bow your heads and close your eyes real quick. You know, you may be sitting in here this morning thinking, Man, I, I don't, I really don't have a direction for my life. I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe you're sitting here this morning and, and you're an adult and you're saying, I don't have a direction for my life. I have no idea what's going on. I want to tell you this morning, I want to open up the altars for you. If you have something in your life that you just need somebody to agree with you in prayer, I'm going to ask that you come down and let us pray with you. Guys, if you're sitting in here this morning and you don't know what it feels like to be the treasured possession of God, You've never had that moment in your life where you say, God, I surrender it all to you. I, I, I surrender my life to you. That's what this altar is here this morning for. Don't leave without knowing how it feels to be so treasured. Father, I ask this morning that you'd move on our hearts, Lord, move on our lives. Father, if there's anyone in here this morning that, that does not have a personal relationship with you, Lord, I pray that you would give them a boldness and a strength and a desire to come down and receive you as their Savior. Lord, if there's anyone in here this morning that just, they need some direction in their lives, they, they're just kind of confused on which way to go, Father, I pray that you would, again, give them a boldness to stand out, to step out. And let us pray with them. Let us agree with them in prayer. Father, I thank you for everyone that's in here, Lord. Lord, I just ask that you would have your way in Jesus' name.